Good morning. For the past several weeks, we have been discussing Matthew 25. In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus and his disciples went to the Mount of Olives to have a discussion. The disciples asked Jesus what will happen when Jesus comes back. Jesus tells his disciples four parables. The parable of the fig tree, the parable of the virgins, the parable of the talents, and today we're going to discuss the parable of the sheep and goats. So today's scripture is from Matthew chapter 25 verses 31 through 46. When the Son of Man shall come in His glory, and all the holy angels with Him, then shall He sit upon the throne of His glory, and before Him shall be gathered all nations, and He shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And He shall set the sheep on His right hand, but the goats on the left." So in these first three verses, we see that when God sends Jesus back, He will come all His glory, in all of His glory with all the angels. Jesus will sit on His throne and separate all His true followers from the rest. Jesus' followers will be on His right hand while the others will be on His left. So, picking back up with verse 34. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when shall we hunger and feed thee, or thirsty and give thee drink? When shall we thee a stranger and took you in, or naked and clothed thee? Or when shall we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into this everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungered, and he gave me no gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and he gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and he took me not in, naked, and he clothed me not, sick and in prison, and he visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when shall we thee a hungered, or a thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. So while Jesus' teaching began as a parable, he ended with what was really going to happen. Jesus is going to come back and separate the righteous from the unrighteous. 
the righteous he will invite into heaven to live with him forever, and the unrighteous into everlasting punishment. Jesus also explained how to be on the righteous side and how the unrighteous messed up. Jesus said that the righteous did the following six things. One, fed the hungry. Two, gave drink, gave drink to the thirsty. Three, accepted the stranger. Four, clothed the naked. Five, visited the sick. And six, six, visited the imprisoned. We may think to ourselves that we will be on the righteous side because we do these six things. We help many people through our ministries. Backpacks of food for elementary school, diapers, um, the diaper closet. We give jobs to strangers who need a job and help them work in the bakery. We've helped an orphanage in another country. We help people in Morganton and in Burke County. We're doing our part. But are we doing all that God wants us to do? Are we individually doing what God wants us to do? In Matthew 7, 9 through 11, Jesus says, Or what man is there of you whom, if his son asks bread, he get, he, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Now, in these verses, Jesus was talking about us asking and receiving from God. But we can also see how you do not have to be a Christian to do good things or to take care of others. Not all who serve in a soup kitchen are Christian. Not all who go and help those in need are Christians. So how do we as Christians stand out from the non-Christians? How do we be the sheep and not the goats? So before I go into that, I want to stress that it is extremely important that we take care of the physical needs of our neighbors. If their physical needs are not taken care of, then they're not going to listen to anything else we have to say. But for us to be separated from the goats, for us to be counted as a sheep, we also need to take care of the spiritual needs as well. So let's go through these six. The first two is talking about bread and drink, being hungry and being thirsty. Well, Jesus is the bread of life, and Jesus is the living water. All who come to Jesus will never be hungry or thirst. And we know that from John 6.35. John 6.35 tells us, And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. To never hunger, we just go to Jesus. To never thirst, we believe on Jesus. Unfortunately, we are surrounded by Christians and non-Christians who are starving and who are so thirsty for Jesus. Whether or not they realize it, they are. But we, we can help them find this food and drink by sharing our story of Jesus and our love of Jesus with others. We can bring them to the table. 
All we have to do is show them the bread of life, show them the living water, and Jesus will take care of the rest. But to be able to show others Jesus, we've got to be well fed and have plenty of water ourselves by reading and studying the Bible, by praying and listening to God, by praising the Lord always. So who can you share the bread of life with? Who can you share the living water with today? Second, Jesus talked about strangers. Now, understand that in this day and age, inviting a total stranger in your house can be a dangerous thing to do. But what is not dangerous, what we can do is invite a stranger into our heart. Think about the people that you are around. Think about that shy person at work or at school that is always by themselves. Think about that annoying person no one wants to be around. You know, they may be annoying because they just need somebody to give them a chance. Think about that person who may be lonely, that they need someone. Who can you open your heart up to today? Who can you let in? So third, Jesus was naked and the righteous clothed them. Unfortunately, clothes are a big part of our identity. We make judgments of people because by what they are wearing. Now think about it. Who are you most likely to listen to? A man in a suit and tie or a man in ripped, dirty jeans and a t-shirt? Okay. Um, same thing, a woman with nicely combed hair and nice clothes or a woman who's dis- disheveled. I remember when I was in school, we'd had a class, or in a class, we did this program called Where There's a Will, There's an A. This program um, discussed different methods for students to do well in school. And I remember one part was how we are to dress. If you take time with your appearance and dress nicely, then your grades will be better than if you dress down. You know, that is kind of true. How we do dress affects our self-esteem. I feel better when I dress nicer than when I do dress down. But Let's stop and think, how do we treat those who are dressed down, who may not have the funds or the ability to buy really nice clothes? How do we treat those people? Do we open our heart to them or do we show them disdain? Do we welcome them or do we shun them? God wants us to treat everyone with love and respect. So, who can you show love and respect to today? Next, Jesus said that he was sick and you visited me. Well, you don't have to look far to find someone who is sick. All you have to do is look at our prayer list. Listen to the news and they talk about all these people who are sick with COVID and 
um, all those who are infected. The number of cases are increasing in Burke County in North Carolina and in the world. And granted, it is not safe to go out visiting right now. We can't go into the hospitals. We can't go into nursing homes to visit. But, you know, we do have phones that we can make a phone call. Some of us can text. We have computers that we can send emails. We can even go the old-fashioned way and write letters and mail them. There are ways to connect to each other. We just have to be intentional. So who can you call or write today? And finally, I was in prison and you came unto me. When Heather was here, we participated in a prison ministry with another church at Christmas. I had the opportunity to go two or three times, and each time it was kind of unnerving, especially to hear the clo- the doors close behind you. But while we were there, uh, we handed out food and drink to the prisoners, we sang songs, and we listened to the Christmas story of Jesus' birth. When the prisoners, who were teenage boys, went back to their cells at the end, they went by all the volunteers to say thank you. All the volunteers lined up, and they walked past us. Some shook our hands. Others just nodded. Others just glanced at us and just walked by. You know, these boys made some very bad decisions and are paying the consequences of those decisions, but they are still people created by God. With our visit, I am hoping we planted some seeds that will take root. I'll never know, but that's okay, as long as I know I'm doing the will of God. But you know, we don't have to go to an actual prison to visit or minister to those who are in prison. What I mean by that is that some have put themselves in their own personal prison. This prison could be a prison of... Um, unforgiveness. They cannot forgive themselves for making a mistake or they cannot forgive someone else for hurting them. This could be a prison of a lack of faith or confidence in themselves. This could be a prison of not feeling like they deserve to be loved. This could be a prison of someone who is completely stressed out by life circumstances and don't feel like they have anyone to talk to, so a prison of loneliness. The only thing that we can do for them is just be there for these people. We can share that Jesus has already Open the doors to their prison. They are not locked in there. They can get out. Jesus has already done that for them. All we can do is be there and listen. So who can you be there for? This week is Thanksgiving. And right now, times are tough. We are in some hard times right now, and it seems like the world is just falling apart. But in all of this, we do have things to be thankful for. 
So during this time of Thanksgiving, we do need to show others how thankful we are that we have a God in heaven who is there for us at all times. Our God is there to feed us and give us strength. Our God is there to clothe us, to give us shelter, to heal us when we are sick, and to release us when we imprison ourselves. All we have to do is remember to turn to God as a first option and not a last resort. We need to remember to depend on and have faith that God will help us in all situations. We also need to remember to share this belief and share this faith in God with others as well. So as you spend this time this Thanksgiving week, count your blessings and thank God for each and every one of them. Even though we may not be able to have a traditional Thanksgiving like in the past, we still have plenty of blessings. I do want to say that you are one of my blessings, and I thank God for you today and every day. Father, thank you for everyone you have put into my life. Thank you for everything that you have done for us. Thank you for everything that you have given us. Please be with us as we go through this week. Please be with those who are hunger, hungry and give them food, thirsty and give them drink. Be with those who need clothes that they will find it, who need shelter that they will have it. Heal those who are sick and release those. Let them who have imprisoned themselves know that the doors are open and they lead to you. Lord, be with us as we go through this week. In Jesus' name, amen.